Welcome to the S-Files, sponsored by Service Wisconsin, Wisconsin's National Community Service Board. I'm your host, Kyle Flower, Communications and Government Affairs Officer for Serve Wisconsin. S-Files is your look into the impacts and stories of AmeriCorps members and volunteers serving throughout the state of Wisconsin. Each episode, we'll be digging into their service stories, or S-Files, to learn about the people and programs whose service is meeting critical needs across Wisconsin and enriching the lives of the people and communities they serve. In this episode, we are speaking with Amber Scarborough, who is serving this year with the Wisconsin Association of Free and Charitable Clinics at the St. Vincent de Paul Charitable Pharmacy in Madison. So Amber, thanks so much for joining us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Well, thanks so much for being with us. And Amber, could you start off by telling us a little bit about your AmeriCorps service with the Wisconsin Association of Free and Charitable Clinics? Sure. Yeah. So I started at the St. Vincent de Paul Charitable Pharmacy in Madison. I started in October and I have been kind of dipping my hands in a bunch of different pots while I've been there. It's just been a really great experience so far. I've been doing everything from helping out with patient intake. I've been helping a little bit with refilling prescriptions and then also helping with things like the food bank and also even doing things like donor thank you calls. So I've really been dipping my toes in a lot of different things and it's just been a really cool experience, very different from anything I've done before. So it's been great. That's wonderful. And so could you give us a picture of what your day-to-day service looks like at the St. Vincent de Paul Tribal Pharmacy? Yeah, so it really depends on the day. Every day is different. It depends on, you know, when we're open at the pharmacy. So I should probably say a little bit what our pharmacy does. We give out medication to people who don't have insurance. It doesn't cost anything to give out the medication. Nobody who comes through and is picking up medication, they don't have to pay anything. So depending on when we're open, I will be helping fill out the prescriptions, filling out medication. I will be helping speaking to patients, letting them know if their medications are ready or if they have other questions that I can help with, or working with the pharmacists on staff or the pharmacy technician. So that's a pretty big chunk of what I do. Another day might be doing, like I said, I help out at the food pantry. So that could be anything from helping fill out boxes that people come and pick up to just helping with other kind of delivery aspects with the food bank. And then another thing that I'm doing is the donor thank you calls, which I'm working with the director of development at St. Vincent. And basically all I do is I just call people who have donated and I just say, you know, thank you so much for donating. We really appreciate it. And that's been a really kind of fun aspect because I get to just talk to people and hear how much they appreciate the services we provide. Um, So again, it's a plethora of things, but it keeps me on my toes and it's a lot of fun. That's great. And it's wonderful to have such a variety of service activities you're doing that it's not the same thing over and over. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm really thankful for that. (laughs) And so when you are working with the patients, can you give us a little more detail on the interactions you're having with them? Yeah, absolutely. So usually what happens is during the pharmacy hours, people will call and most likely they'll say, hey, you know, I'm looking to pick up medication. Am I able to come and get it today? And most of the time the medication is ready. And so I just let them know, yes, it is ready or no, it's not. And then we kind of go through a thing. Unfortunately, we are not open to the public. We closed during the pandemic. So everything is curbside, which means that after I ring up the medication, the pharmacist has to go outside to the patient's car 
and kind of give, you know, give them a little talk about here are the medications you have. But I still have really great conversations with patients. I have a lot that are just so thankful for us. And I also have a wide variety of people from different backgrounds. We have a lot of Spanish speakers. We also have Hmong speakers and people from all over the world. Honestly, we have people that we are serving from. Africa, from Latin America. So it's just been really enriching in that way. And another thing that I do is I help out with donations. So people can donate medication to St. Vinny's. So a lot of people will call and say, hey, you know, I have insulin or I have even over-the-counter medication. Are you guys able to take that? And I always say, yes, of course. But of course, there are some guidelines as to how you can donate and what we can take. So really the patient experience is just, it's really, really great. I'm just thankful I have this opportunity to speak with so many different people and be kind of like a stepping stone in helping them get the medication that they need. That's fantastic. And then so how do the patients know to access the services at Mm -hmm. the charitable pharmacy? That's a great question. And that's actually another project I'm working on. So a lot of patients that we have currently, they are here because they've known about St. Vinny's for a very long time. We have patients who have been with us for years. I think ever since Yolanda, who is the managing pharmacist, you know, she started the pharmacy in 2013. So there have been patients who have been with us since that time, but we are trying to just make it more accessible to the general public because of things that have been happening post-pandemic, you know, inflation, things are getting more expensive, resources are just becoming harder and harder to come by. And so one of my big projects is, okay, how do I make this accessible and readily available to people who might not know about the charitable pharmacy at St. Vincent de Paul? So one of the things that we do is we try to advertise it through our website. I've been working on a form where if you are interested in getting medication from us and you don't have insurance, You can go to our website, you can fill out a form and it'll come to us and then we can give that person a call and say, hey, you know, you do look eligible. But even if a person isn't eligible, we still always want to talk with them and say, you know, you might actually be eligible for health insurance because a lot of the times a lot of people are just not aware of the fact that they are eligible for health insurance. And so we just try to make sure that whichever way it might be, if they're eligible, if they're not eligible, they kind of have a pathway to get the help that they need. That's great to connect the people with services, either whether you can serve them directly, or you can find the other resources they can. Definitely. Yeah. And then you mentioned serving the food bank. Can you explain the connection between the food bank and the pharmacy and your service between the two elements? Yes. The food bank is, I would say, probably one of the most popular and unfortunately needed resources at St. Vincent de Paul right now. They are just incredible in what they do. They have been giving out food now every week. I think before it was once or twice a month, but it's in, it's increased because again, of the things that have been happening, high inflation, post-COVID, all of that. And so I just get to work with, like I said, different aspects of St. Vincent de Paul. And when I started, my supervisor, Yolanda, said, you know, I think the food bank would be a really great way for you to 
again, dip my toes in something else, but also to see how maybe elements of the food bank I could carry to the pharmacy. And so it's just been a really, really fun experience being able to work with mostly volunteers. The food bank is mostly run by volunteers. Most of them are retired and they spend, you know, a good two, three hours. They come in every week and just help out. And it's just incredible to see. And yeah, I I only do it on Thursdays, but Thursdays are the busiest days. So I think recently the food bank, they're starting to do delivery. So they will actually pick up the food and deliver it to the person's house. There's also the option of pickup, but this delivery option has been just, I think, game changing because I think so many people are not able to come and physically pick up their food. And that's actually something that we can offer through St. Vinny's. We can't we can't deliver the meds to their doorstep, but we do offer Uber. So if somebody is unable to come through a car or a bus or whatever it may be, we can pick them up and drop them off and then take them back home and it's all for free. They don't have to pay for anything. I'm still seeing kind of the interconnections between the food bank and the pharmacy, but it's just it's just been eye-opening overall and it's just been really really cool. And it's just sort of the way it can help address conditions where people have transportation challenges to Mm. make sure they can still access services. Yes. Yeah. I think a lot of people kind of disregard that. I think a lot of people just assume that people are, are able to travel without kind of any issue. But we have a lot of patients at the pharmacy who are not able to or they live just too far. You know, we have patients who live out in Sun Prairie or even Middleton, which might not seem like that far of a distance, but If you don't have a car or if the bus schedule is not reliable, it might be really difficult for someone to travel. Why did you decide to serve as an AmeriCorps member this year with the Wisconsin Association of Free and Charitable Clinics? Yeah, so before this, I actually was in grad school. I was at the University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign. I was doing my master's in comparative literature And I was all set to do like the PhD tract. I was all ready to just, you know, go all the way in and just get everything done. But unfortunately, I started my program during the pandemic. It was right at 2020. And the last two years were just extremely hard for me. And so I knew that I didn't want to do my PhD. So I mastered out and I thought to myself, okay, you know, I've been in school. I've been in academia for a very long time. I need to have a change. I need to do something different. I I just, I need a complete 180 of my life. And my mom actually had served with AmeriCorps twice. And she just kind of kept whispering it in my ear and said, you know, this is a really good experience. It's especially good if you're looking for a completely different change. And I eventually just decided that it was the right thing to do. And I got in touch with Connor and he was just so incredibly helpful where he first said, oh yeah, we have a position open in Janesville, but I'm originally from Madison and I moved back here over the summer. And so I was like, I could drive to Janesville, but that's a little bit of a drive for me, you know, having to do it five days a week. And then I remember it was Connor and I had back and forth, back and forth. And then eventually he said, okay, I just realized something has opened up in Madison. It's at the St. Vincent de Paul Charitable Pharmacy. He said, you know, I think you'd be a really good fit. And I got in touch with Yolanda, the managing pharmacist. And then I just went from there and it all just happened. And it's crazy because 
public health and pharmacy are so different to anything I've ever done. All I've done is like books and humanities, but it's been it's been really cool. And I'm just so thankful I took the plunge because I, I know I needed something different. I need a different trajectory in my life. And one of the issues I had with school and academia was I kept reading about things like racism and classism, but I wasn't able to work in a field where I knew I was actually helping people. I read about the things that were happening and I read about how it could be addressed but to be able to be in an environment where I know my work is actually going towards a difference and going towards a cause has just been, it's been awesome. That's wonderful. And it's such an amazing way of finding a way to give back and to put those things into action that you had studied and learned about, but really take it in a new direction. Yeah, it's been great. And that's incredible that you're a multi-generational AmeriCorps family then as well. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. And so looking back at your service so far this year, what are some favorite memories or some highlights from your service you could share with us? I would honestly say I've been really lucky in who I'm working with. I mean, my supervisor, Yolanda, is just incredible. And I also work with another pharmacist named Becky and then the pharmacy tech, Cheryl. And they have just welcomed me with such open arms that I, again, I feel very, very blessed and lucky to be surrounded by them. And they've always just been so supportive. I feel like day to day, I ask very silly questions because again, my background is not in pharmacy or medicine or health, and they never once have judged me or seen me in a different light. So I think just being able to work with such wonderful and welcoming people has been a highlight And being able to work with the patients that we do and see and hear the gratitude from them and know again that I'm helping them in some way, shape or form has been just amazing. And just again, like I mentioned, being able to do things like work at the food bank and then do donor thank you calls, having this kind of multifaceted experience has just been really enriching personally. So I guess all of it has just been (laughs) a favorite memory. (laughs) That's wonderful. And then I know that WAFSI has AmeriCorps members throughout the state and then also some Mm -hmm. other members in the Madison area. So have you done any collaboration with them on different projects or different aspects of your service? Yeah, actually, there is a clinic not too far from us. It's the Perry Family Clinic, and they are an incredible, incredible place. They mostly help Black men because there is such a disproportionate health need for Black men. You know, they don't get the health needs that they provide for a variety of reasons. So the Perry Family Clinic really is working on kind of bridging that gap. I've actually visited the clinic a few times. I've spoken with the AmeriCorps members there, and we are continuously talking about, okay, how can we bring our clinics together and make a really collaborative effort? Because at the St. Vinny's Pharmacy as well, we serve a lot of underserved communities, just like the Perry Family Clinic does. So we don't have anything necessarily set at the moment, but we're in constant dialogue of ways we can work together. We've talked about perhaps having upcoming vaccine clinics. That's something that we have done in the past separately, but it would be really amazing to see kind of a joint effort on that part. So yeah, they're, they're incredible. That's wonderful. And then what are you looking forward to over the rest of your service this year? I would say um, continuing to meet with patients, help patients, and really try and figure out, because I think my probably biggest project right now is just working on how to 
make this more accessible to future patients. I really want to get more people in the door and get more people aware of our pharmacy. So just trying to figure out different ways and platforms of doing that. And I look forward to, I had mentioned we do vaccine pop-up clinics where we administer the COVID vaccine and we also have done flu vaccines. And so I know we are, we're in talks of doing clinics like that again. So those have been really fun. We've gone to different spots or we've had people come in, like actually come in. And that's been a whole thing to see people actually come into the pharmacy when we've been closed has been awesome. And just being able to like actually chit chat with them and just have a dialogue because I feel like over the phone, it can be a little disconnecting. So to be able to see people's faces, and I really hope that while I'm here serving, I do hope the doors can actually open because I again would really love to see more people's faces and just yeah, and be able to help them face to face. That'd be great. Just hope you're able to keep expanding things and keep getting those interactions with folks. Absolutely. And then Amber, you mentioned that this had been kind of a transitional period for you. So do you have any plans for what you're looking to do after AmeriCorps term ends? I'm still racking my brain a little bit. This experience has really opened my eyes to what I can do, which is great, but also very overwhelming. But that's not a bad thing. I have thought about perhaps going into teaching When I was at grad school, I was a TA for a really long time, and I loved those relationships that I made with my students. And so I'm looking into perhaps doing teaching at like a middle school or high school level, but I also might want to do something in nonprofit because again, this has really opened my eyes into the ways in which I can use the tools and knowledge that I have to help people. So those are the ideas um, I'm thinking of, but you know, a new idea pops into my mind literally every every day. So we'll see. But I'm, I'm excited for the unknown. I think that's part of the kind of beauty of it. That's great. And hopefully you can just keep using this experience to help give you more ideas and more just experience working with the public that you can use to launch into that next step. Yes, definitely. And so Amber, we just want to say thank you so very much for talking to us today and sharing all about your service at the St. Vincent de Paul Charitable Pharmacy. Thank you so much again. This has been such a great experience and I'm happy that I got to share it. And I hope this will inspire people to join AmeriCorps, especially if they're not too sure. It's a great opportunity. And I think if people are unsure what to do next in their life or are looking for a kind of career change or something, I think they definitely should look into it. Well, thank you so much. I hope people follow that advice. And I really just hope you have a wonderful end of your service experience throughout the rest of this year. And then good luck with wherever the new adventure and path takes you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And thank you again to Amber for sharing about her AmeriCorps service experience with the Wisconsin Association of Free and Charitable Clinics and giving us another story we can file under service. Thank you for tuning in to the S-Files podcast, produced by Serb Wisconsin. I'm your host, Kyle Clower. Your producer is Serb Wisconsin intern, Anna Daniker. And as always, a big thank you to everyone that serves here in Wisconsin. Remember, the S in S-Files stands for service, and you are the reason we have so many great stories to highlight. Tune in next time for another page pulled from the S-Files.